All right, welcome back to another episode of the new Hustlers Experience. If you enjoy and like what you've heard so far, do me a solid and tell just one friend about it. Just one. Get them to follow this podcast and from that, hopefully it will provide some mental and spiritual value to them because I know for a fact you might know just one person out there who's going through the exact same things that I did. I'm in the moment like a second hand, putting this work in like I have a second set of hands. That's a helping hand, hitting you with a plethora of sands, like sands exchanging energy, blows a lot of hand. I flow so cold like a ramen in the freezer, you heat it. So today I'll be talking about one of the hardest topics I'd ever open up about. During the recording of this episode, I couldn't seem to figure out what was more difficult. Trying to write this without shaking? or speaking into the microphone without crying. Then I had to remember my purpose behind this podcast, which is to let all of you listening that if you have been through or going through the similar events as I have myself, I want to be the person to tell you that truly everything will be alright and that it's gonna be okay. It's okay for you to feel the way you do. It's okay to have gone through what you've experienced and it's okay to hate yourself from time to time. Chances are you might grow through this phase for years, but just know I've suffered through it all and I can assure you, things will definitely work out. You'll later thank yourself for overcoming it and I want to help you through it with each and every episode. Now I also just want to point out that I know for a fact there's a little genius inside of you and it's waiting to shine. You probably don't agree or don't see it yet and I thought exactly that my whole life. Yet when I discovered my little genius inside myself, I began to embrace the world and make dignity in another light. So coming from struggling experiences, greatness does await you. It's there and it's gonna be there forever. So promise yourself, even promise me, to just hang in there just a little bit longer and don't give up. You truly reap the benefits if you don't. Now before I continue, for security purposes and personal requests, I will not be mentioning any names as I describe the following scenarios. The one event leading up to my first suicidal attempt was summer of 2008. I had just finally got around to making some actual friends and fitting in for the very first time. X was still in the picture and we became closer than ever. What helped was I began opening up to people about my life. I started sharing my stories, my fears, what I had problems with, who I hate, who I want to be with. I shared everything. However, as I got closer and closer to my group of friends, I began neglecting my own family at home. I was always out late doing drugs and defying my parents almost every single day. Truth be told, I was more in love with my friends than my own parents. One day, one guy asked me, Would you choose us over your own family? I said, yeah. Yeah, I would. I began living this world without my parents. My family was the people I had at school. The ones who I'm always around with. And I truly felt like they cared more about me and boy, I was wrong. Then one day it all changed when I was asked, which soon progressed to being forced into doing something I didn't want to do. As I panicked to take action, I glanced around the circle of these beady eyes looking at me. And then I looked over at X. I started to notice how he was looking at me. He had on this face that was a sure sign that if I didn't do this, I'd lose everything I worked so hard for. With that kind of pressure 
and sense of desperation to be someone, I took action and from doing so, I had forever ruined someone else's life. That haunted me for two weeks before I decided to take action. When I mustered up enough hatred and commitment, I began to take a step up on stage, walk forth into the light, closing my eyes with no desire to ever opening it up again. As I neatly rested my neck around the gritty feeling of the rope, I gasped my last breath and uttered the words, I'm sorry. For that, I closed my eyes and I stepped off the stool. As the grip became tighter and tighter, I began to lose consciousness and before I fully gave up mentally, I immediately hear, coming from the side, the door opening, quick foot movements, and I find myself being lifted off the rope and suffered only a minor scarring around my neck. Nothing was the same after that. I had decided not to tell anyone at school and continued on like nothing happened. I'd cried myself to sleep every single day for the next 4 months and soon after I became restless and I had to really force myself to take sleeping medications so I could just stay charged to school. The second time. The second time it happened was around spring of 2009. I finally worked up the nerve to have a girlfriend in which I really cared for during the time. However. She was the complete opposite of what my group approves of and it soon got to me as I started cheating on her with the so-called approved girls. From this, I found myself playing a dangerous game of lies, seeing her face and constantly being questioned lies after lies that began to implode. The other disgust of how I could just look her dead in the eyes and saying one thing which was far from the truth ate me up inside and I had no heart to tell her that I'm doing it because I just wanted to fit in with these guys. And she wasn't helping me doing that. One night, it really got too much. I was sitting by myself in the washroom, scrolling over our texts. As I continued to read our messages, I began to weep, which progressed to bawling my eyes out. Soon after, I decided to hop into the tub. I turned both faucets on and sat as the water made its way up to the tub. Sitting there, I had a decision to make. Either I tell her what I've been doing, and let judgment take place or keep this secret from her until she finds out. I decided on none. I made a third decision. I stopped the faucet and sat staring at my phone. As the emotions began to build, I looked up at the ceiling and I cried my last tear. I submerged myself in the water and closed my eyes. As I was gasping for air, I suddenly felt a hand on the back of my head. I looked at this person and bawled even more. I truly became a lost cause and so far from being a sane human being. Now the third time it happened was around winter of 2010. I've been in constant communication with my school counselor since suicide attempt number two. Everything was going well, the counselor was helping me get back in order and I saw hope in life again. However, one thing I never opened up about was my ever-growing depression. Even till this day, the counselor didn't know. As I'm not surprised and fully well knowing how this would play out, judgment took place and I was single. I had given up on the whole idea of dating and just wanted to focus on building my confidence back up again. I still have not yet opened up to anyone about all of this and I once carried forward like nothing happened. Looking back, this was one of the main reasons why I kept continuing down this cycle. I kept erasing what happened and moving forward rather to embrace it and get actual help. Now, I'm just going to take a little break here and talk about one of my all-time favorite movies. This movie has helped me through a lot. 
and it is one of the reasons why I'm still alive today. I've watched this movie at least 24 times and I actually mean that. I'm not over exaggerating. So if you don't know this movie, I highly recommend you watching it. It is an Oscar winning film. You might also surprise yourself with how much the movie can relate to your situation. So the movie is Good Will Hunting, which is a 1997 American drama film directed by Gus Van Sant, starring Robin Williams and Matt Damon. The film follows a 20-year-old South Boston laborer, Will Hunting, an unrecognized genius who, as a client of a therapist, studies advanced mathematics with a renowned professor. Through his therapy sessions, Will reevaluates his relationships with his best friend, his girlfriend, and himself facing the significant task of confronting his past and thinking about his future. How this movie relates to me is the motion of burying the past and toughening it up. The movie tracks the progression of Will Hunting who starts off very tough and full in confidence but actually he was haunted by his past and deathly scared of being alone. That was me. That fully, fully encapsulates me and I always thought I could continue on alone and not allow my past to haunt me and take over, but it always has. And I couldn't understand that at the time. Now if I had accepted that back then, things would have turned out differently. Now don't get me wrong, I am by no means wishing things should have worked out differently, nor do I regret what I went through. I'm happy. I'm overjoyed and overthrilled that I had the willpower to overcome such adversities, but I am merely just referencing to how I wish I had just one person, someone, to tell me that it was okay to accept myself and to accept what I was going through and just embrace it. Now if you made up your mind to watch that movie after you finish this episode, let me know what your thoughts are, if it changed your life or not. Drop me a DM on Instagram and I promise you I'll get back. So getting back on track, the fourth time didn't happen that long after the third attempt. It was in spring of 2011. Nothing specifically triggered it, but it was more of the same variables of the past. The depression, bullying, and social pressure built up my self-implosion. I inhabited this self-loathing cycle and made it apparent I was the reason such things are happening because I don't belong in this world. I had my mindset on making things easier on this world if I just leave and never look back. I'd spend late nights asking myself, who would care if I just left? Then I would answer it. No one would. And I did that every single day. So being selfish as I was during that point in time, I took action. One night, when I was alone at home, I began writing a little note, just for anyone, someone to read. So when they found out what happened, they would understand why I did it. Now I took my time writing it. Most of it consisted of me apologizing for being a fuck up and how I was the worst human being on earth and no one deserved to have me in their life. It was very heart-wrenching to write this as I never thought so poorly of myself and it was all due to understanding the, that life that life didn't need me and I couldn't see past that and I didn't understand what to do. And what I mean by that is I just held this my I held myself to who too high of a standard and that perfection does not exist. And I was nowhere near, but I wanted it so bad that it ate me up inside. I just wanted to be perfect in everyone's eyes. Now looking back, I can't remember whatever happened to the letter. That's another story. So I finished writing it. I left it in a rather noticeable place as I wanted that letter to be the first thing the person came across before they realized what happened. So then, I went into the closet, put on my nicest clothes and most expensive ones. And then, I worked up the courage to walk outside the balcony. Now my balcony wasn't that high. 
But if I had jumped up and gave myself enough acceleration before going down, I'm sure it would have done the job. So as I stood there, hanging over the rails, I looked around to make sure no one was looking. Then as I came up with the nerves to step onto the rails, I slowly took a glance at the sky down at my demise. I took a deep breath, and right before I'm about to do it, I got pulled back down. I turned over to face that person. We both started crying for a moment. That day, I promised to never do it again. I would get better. I would. The fifth time was an accident, and I tried really, really hard to keep my promise made after the fourth attempt. It was a dark and windy day during the summer of 2012. It was right around the time I was about to graduate. The pressure started building up once again because year 2012 became one of my worst years. It was when I decided to drop out of high school. It was when I had my girlfriend at the time cheat on me and it also marked the day I ran away from home. Now why it became an accident was because I had no real intention on doing it. It all started right after witnessing the devastation of my girlfriend at the time with another person. Completely frozen and lost for words, I left immediately and decided to just get into my car and drive until I couldn't drive anymore. I ended up at a park when the tears had stopped coming out. I couldn't cry anymore. I sat staring, sitting in my car. I was in between the state of suicide and commitment. I wanted to end my life but at the same time I promised this person I wouldn't do it again. And I was just finally getting better. So I just got out of my car and I walked over to the rails separating me from the ocean. As I stood, staring and hearing the water fold over themselves, I began to wonder if I let that happen, or was I just oblivious to all the signs she was hinting at me with the late nights and long time between text messages? Have I become so confident in trusting people that I let common sense slip right out the window? I started pacing down the path and sat down the rock cliffs, staring down the shore of rocks. I had no real intentions on making another attempt as I really, really wanted to make things better. I sat for hours, not noticing as the time passed. I had purposely put my phone on silent to pull myself away from distractions and just hear mother nature at its most vulnerable and quietest state. I wanted to just feel the wind against my face and just watch the ocean carry its course. It also marked the first time I ever felt at peace, being so alone as I was but not yet really alone. After another hour goes by, I smiled and decided that this self-reflection was more than enough that now I can finally carry on with my life and forget what just happened. So as I got up, I began to notice that the wind was getting stronger. Trying to walk back to my car, I started to slip and right as I'm about to fall over, someone grabbed me. Someone grabbed me. I couldn't believe it. Now this person didn't say a single word and made sure I was standing straight. I truly felt as if this was some act of God. My life would have ended that night as the fall would have put me on top of a bed of rocks with more than enough impact to put me to sleep forever, but it never happened. My game was suicide, I always end up losing, making my score 0 for 5. All those attempts, intentional or not, there are always something or someone in the way to make sure it doesn't happen. It was a rare blessing in the sky that I missed. The message was so clear now and I wish I picked it up back then. The message was that I had a greater purpose, that I belong on this planet no matter what I think. More importantly, that I had to make something of my life and share my story with the world. That the world was waiting for me to take ownership of my own life and build my legacy. All five attempts, not a single one, not a single one I was able to take my life, which I believe now was a sure sign that I need to exist that I need to be here.
and a sixth attempt is not needed. So in winter of 2012, I had decided to make a change and invest into being the best possible version of myself as my genius inside had awoken. This genius inside me was ready to take on the world with all of its complexity and insecurities. Nothing was going to stop me now from sharing my story. I declared to be an inspiration and that has been driving me till this day. Not money, not fame, no respect. Just the impact I can make to one, if not millions of individuals in drawing out the genius in them. I wanted to become the helping hand I never had when I was going through that depressing time. The thought of just saving one life or even the whole world with my story became my sole purpose, mission, and why. Why I ever did anything up until this point was to help others overcome what everyone will go through at one point. To help others embrace and not end their life. To help others accept it and not hide behind it. To help others channel their love for themselves more so than hating themselves. I have this fire in my eyes I've never had before and I'm winning each and every single day. I've never been more in love with myself and that little genius inside of me shines brighter than ever. I have become a walking inspiration to myself. I have achieved a level of success most people spend decades going after or searching for. This level of success comes with trials and tribulations one must fully overcome by going through the trenches of hell. They must fully suffer until they've been broken and want to shoot themselves. This kind of success is experienced and overcome not earned. So having myself overcoming this my life my perspective for myself and living has transcended to a whole new light i've risen from the hate depression and deception into a state of peace serenity and belief so if you are going through similar events have gone through or thinking about hurting yourself or suiciding know that it won't work out because somewhere in the back of your mind and deep in your heart you won't do it because you know you belong in this world and there's a voice to be heard. So just love yourself the way I learned to love myself. Accept yourself the way I learned to accept myself and smile at yourself the way I'm smiling at the world. So with that, believe me when I had the hardest time recording this, but as soon as I finished, I've never felt more at peace with myself. I was initially hesitant on publishing this episode but now I'm glad that I didn't stop myself. I'm glad that it's out there now. I'm glad to know that if one person just hears it and enjoys it, it will have made me achieve a great sense of accomplishment. Also knowing that maybe this episode might put a smile on someone's face or maybe save a life, that would be the ultimate, ultimate achievement for me and ultimate reward. So with that being said, if you like what you heard, subscribe to this podcast. I would love for you to do that. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, for this episode specifically, I would love for you to send me a review. What you thought of it, if you're going through the same thing, and I want you to open up about it. And that's what I'm doing right now. And that's truly the key to success about finding inner peace. Open up about what you're going through. So other than that, tune again next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also find me personally online on Instagram at JadenVu, Twitter at It's JadenVu, Facebook at It's JadenVu, and LinkedIn at JadenVu. You are worth more than you think you are. Don't ever forget that.